This is Life School Podcast, episode number 135, and today we're going to talk about Halloween and how not to be a No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hello, hello, hello. Caesar. we're entering the, the week of Halloween coming up. Here we are. So we're doing it a week early for people. We're going to talk about Halloween because yep. it's coming. We didn't want to, you know, we released a show, the new podcast every Monday, and we didn't want it to be the night before because there's going to be, this is so packed full of cool ideas and stuff for people. We wanted to give them time to plan. Yeah, get a little bit of... To get the love going. I right? love that. Yeah. Can you believe it's Halloween that's coming up already? No. Nope. I mean, it's fall, man. It's crazy. Like, I, I, can't, I can't even believe we're here already. I, I, I probably should get that Christmas tree down from last. <laughs> uh, we just got our kids' costumes, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to be this year. Oh, my gosh, man. They say the older you get, uh, the, the, the days seem longer and the years seem shorter. Hmm. You, know, you go to bed and you're like, man, that was a long freaking day. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it's like it's just like holiday to holiday, yeah. right? Yeah. And now we're it's Halloween again. So yeah, here hey. we go. We're gonna talk about Halloween. Um, I think it's an amazing, cool thing actually. What a great holiday for mission, right? People coming to your house, showing up at your door, like <laughs> knocking yeah. on your door. Like, I mean, people just like agonize all year long and throw up over like I just don't know how to meet anybody, and it's yeah. like, and then. People are just banging on their door. Everyone's running through the streets. Well, I thought we'd just stick a bowl out on a stool and maybe, you know, we don't want to mess with people. You know? <laughs> do, you, do you ever hear the Seinfeld? Uh, it's old. I only heard it on audio, but it's an old thing about uh, him doing a bit about Halloween when he was a no. kid. He's like, remember the first time you heard about Halloween? He's like, who's, who's giving out candy? Everyone we know's giving out candy? <laughs> I got to be a part of this. How do I... I'll wear that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I always loved... We, we would have little like... Uh, secrets we'd tell our friends that there's a lady in the neighborhood who would actually give out the actual size candy bars so instead of like a little tiny stickers, yeah, yeah. you get the there was full... always one or two of those yeah generous people love it and so you know early on in the night like who your true friends are because they'll tell you like hey go over to there you go nancy's house she's one time i remember as a kid going and i went up to this uh, guy's house and um there was two stoners sitting on the porch okay. i probably didn't know that's what they were then but like now looking back i go oh, they were stoners you know? <laughs> and uh I remember like, same thing. You're kind of waiting for that big candy bar and you can tell how good the candy hitting your bag is by how heavy the thunk is. Oh yeah. Right? Yep. Because you know, like a little, one of those little crap clear bags of like fake, like Skittles, of nine real Skittles, it's just like, (laughs) hits your bag. But when you get like thunk, you're like, I think that was like one of those big Milky Ways or something, right? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I get this big thunk, thunk in my bag and I'm like, yes. And I remember the whole rest of the Halloween, like trick-or-treating that night, I'm thinking, I can't wait to get it and see what those guys gave me. Right these two stoners as I get home and they were two D cell batteries. No, (laughs) that's what they threw in my back. And then I was like, I remember thinking like, you know, when you're a kid, you're an optimist. I'm thinking that's okay. I got a lot of toys that use D cells. They were dead. Oh my god! They gosh. weren't even. They're they weren't even good. Chucking out old yeah, batteries. Yeah, they were chucking old batteries. Out. <laughs> they were getting rid of their trash on Halloween. Happy them. Halloween! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, okay. So my experience. We don't want to be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> don't be that guy. Uh, I was raised. Um, we celebrated Halloween, more the candy. We didn't know any of the background of it, but uh, we had a lot of friends who who in the church were very uh, vocal, even my parents, like, you are a terrible parent for letting your, your kids go out on Halloween, and it's the it's the devil's holiday. Oh, my God. Satan's I, I hate to admit this to you yeah, as, a, as my close pal and also to our listeners, but I can remember one time 
standing outside of a Halloween party, not at a house, it was a big public one, and handing out anti-Halloween tracks. Wow. To like, like not, it wasn't anti, it was, it was sort of using Halloween as like this evil thing to scare people out of hell, you know, scare the hell out, you know, like, yeah, scare the hell it was just people. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> one of those things where I'm going to have to like apologize to Jesus face to face for doing that. Sorry. Yeah, right. Sorry, Jesus. That, and all those that, Christians. That was not that... anything like you. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> so it has some dark history for what I've been told. And I always taught that this was a holiday you're supposed to avoid. And I did until I have heard the whole, it's a pagan holiday. Oh, so yeah. by, you know, dressing your kids up and going out there, like participating in pagan holiday. Right. How you like about that? Yeah. And how, how would you like like the demons to crawl into their souls while they're out, you know? Like, I, 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 well, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't even want to meet that much sugar, to be honest with you, but it's kind of fun, you know? <laughs> but, um, okay. So it, I was, I grew up in the same kind of way. So okay. we did it as a family, but there was always that sort of layer. I don't know that the church I grew up in had like the crazy anti-Halloween thing going sure. on, but there was, it was definitely out there. Okay. It was definitely out there. And I would say that when Tina and I were raising our kids when they were young and they were doing that, it was even more so. So maybe less, you know, early 60s when I was little, little, sure. you know, um, and a little more in the 80s when I was raising my kids. Right. So sure. but the truth is we did a little research. You and I were just looking at some stuff. Yeah. The truth about Halloween was, is it long ago, there was some pagan celebrations that were going on. Okay. But like in the eighth century, the church said, hey, hey. Let's redeem that. And so they just went ahead and renamed that day All Saints Day. And that was a day when they would pray for the people, you know, their their relatives that had, I don't know if they prayed for salvation or whatever, but they would just be, they would just pray for people who had passed away. Sure. Okay. Um, And it was the church's way of redeeming the culture. So they said, hey, well, we're going to have parties. Yeah. So I loved it because it wasn't like, Let's abstain from it. Let's stand up on a wooden box in the, in the square and tell everybody you shouldn't be, you know, part. They just went ahead and renamed it. And then what happened was that All Saints Day, that was All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Or all, or what they, was the night before. And then All Hallows Eve got shortened into Halloween. Huh. And that was long ago, by the way. And so that you're was, saying that the it, Halloween was the church's idea. Yeah. Yeah. It actually Beautiful, was. right? Yeah. People can go <laughs> look it up. And I know we're going to get people right in and say no. I'm going to put some links to some stuff on the History Channel. And they go deep into the history of sure. Halloween. Um, they go super deep into it. We'll go ahead and put a link to some of that. Um, but yeah, it kind of was. Right. And it was just all these parties, but then other traditions around the world that had similar fall festivals brought sort of the idea of like, hey, you know, we we can uh, get, can we get some food or like some snacks or some fruit or, a, you know, a treat sure. if we do this and if we don't do that. And it wasn't until the 50s, man, that this whole trick-or-treating thing. Yeah, 1950s, oh. that the whole trick-or-treating thing really kicked in. Huh. And that was primarily here in America. But it was all this continuation. Now, here's another funny thing is a lot of Christians will rail against Halloween or any kind of participation in it. And and I'm not really here to tell people like whatever your convictions are, sure. That's your convictions and you need to vote your convictions. You know, you live out of them. What's but, next, Caesar? You're gonna tell us that, that Christmas wasn't wasn't a church holiday? Christmas was actually a pagan holiday that was <laughs> redeemed too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Back like in the third century, there was other things going on that were sort of pagan and the church viewed as like, Hey, that's not cool. But there again, instead of railing at it, they went ahead and they came up with their own holiday. Hmm. Then later they also said, Oh, and that's the day we're going to celebrate Jesus birthday. Cause surprise, surprise <laughs> to our Christian listeners. Um, there is no December 25th anywhere in the Bible. Sure. Like we don't know the day that Jesus was born. We just, yep. we don't know it. And so they just began to celebrate it on that day. And that 
That didn't even come around until something like a thousand AD. Hmm. Okay. And then it wasn't even that common that your average family would celebrate Christmas okay. until like 300 years ago or something like that. I mean, it's, but it was a church thing. So the I church mean. redeemed a pagan holiday. So, so I, I'm telling you, you got to, to be fair. And if you go do the research to be fair, you got to kind of either chuck them both. Yep. In fact, that was interesting. Remember in, in the research, we saw that for years, the Puritans were anti any kind of Chris, Christmas celebration. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if you were caught doing it, there was certain laws on the books. You were charged five shillings, which I guess was a crap ton of money back then. Uh, if you were caught celebrating Christmas. Isn't That's that how amazing? the anti the church got to the thing they created because yeah. they they felt like it was being abused. It was becoming too much about like other things. Wow. <laughs> I love that, man. Okay. I, so anyway, a little history there. We don't normally go too deep into the history, but you know. Yeah, we'll history put those there. links on there on the on the show notes yeah. for this week. All right. So I personally now, having kind of grown more in my missional identity and the incarnational impulse of Jesus, um, I actually now see Halloween as perhaps actually I would say for sure the greatest evangelical holiday that Christians can actually participate in, you know, not yet followers of Jesus. Evangelistic holiday. Yeah, sorry, evangelistic <laughs> holidays, yeah. Not yet followers of Jesus showing up at your door, all your neighbors in the street together, everyone's in a pretty great mood, they're all celebrating, their kids are happy. Anything that gets grown adults dressing up in costumes has got to have something funny going on there, right? You yeah, know? absolutely, man. <laughs> Would you agree with that as far oh, as the I missional t- side I of totally it? do. I've always thought, I mean... As soon as I became a follower of Jesus, I was like, well, there's at least one time of the year when it's easy to meet my neighbors. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. But so often, I think there again, there's either that distortion of like, eh, you know, like Halloween's bad. But yeah. I'd say by and large, most Christians don't think that. I'm going to guess that. Okay. Most of our sure. listeners probably don't. They're like, oh, it's evil. But then I do know a whole lot of other people too, though. Like I say, so what are you doing for Halloween? They're like, ah, we just turn the lights off and we, we split. I can't, mm. you know, I don't want to mess with it. I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Yeah, don't do you that. you got a string of people coming to your house, banging on the door, in a great mood, looking to be happy. Yeah. Holy moly. Like, yeah. that's some low-hanging missional fruit right there, right? No joke. And you're not even, yeah, they're not even asking for deep conversation. It's, just, I mean, everyone's in a great mood. And, you know, and I know there's, I know there's these, uh, there's alternatives. Okay, so like sure. when my kids were real little, I forgot about this till just now. When our kids were real little, the church that we were a part of, and it was great. It, was, it really was a great community. But they were sort of like, Ugh, the Halloween thing. Sure. So they would put on the fall festival every year. Okay. And I know a bunch of people listening right now go, our church does that. Great. Mm-hmm. Like, celebrate the harvest. Celebrate God's goodness and bounty. We, we get to. That mm-hmm. is exactly what the church was doing when they created Halloween. Sure. <laughs> so now we forget that the church created it. Yep. With a whole different idea, we've jumped back over to the evil back pagan as, aspect of things or whatever, and um, and now we have to create our own. So mm. it's okay. But here's what I do want to say: anytime we take anything in life, be it Halloween or if you want to boycott Christmas, sure. or if, if it's alcohol or if it's sports, watching sports or you know whatever, sure. as soon as we say, you know what the answer to that is as a Christian, abstain from it. Hmm. What we're what we're doing, we risk doing is saying that's not redeemable that's beyond the reach of the gospel yeah so we'll you know how you you know how you deal with that you don't deal with it that's that's so the opposite of the gospel yeah god came jesus came to deal with it yeah. he didn't like shout out from heaven hey you guys quit sinning by the way i've forgiven you all you know it's yeah. like he came and he dealt with it he came and he hung out and he walked with us and now he lives in us, and it's just, it's an amazing incarnating of things, right? Sure. And so anytime we say, you know the answer, abstain from it. No, 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 
the answer is always redeem. And by the way, this one was already redeemed by the church. We just have to get back to some of those roots. Well, isn't there a scripture that says they'll know we are Christians by what we boycott? I think that's... That's a kind of a paraphrase. <laughs> yeah. of it. No, it's our love and engagement for the community, and, and what a perfect opportunity. Yeah, so, I mean, I have no problem with... Now, I lived in a neighborhood, too, once where it was a little scary. This was just a few years ago. Uh, we lived on the edge of a pretty rough neighborhood. I know that to, neighborhood. Yeah. To in submission, yeah. I won't call it out, because I don't want to shame any neighborhoods in, in Tacoma. <laughs> but uh, um, it was a little scary to send kids door-to-door. Sure. You know what I mean? There just was a lot of drug houses and stuff going down and sure. you know just a lot of danger so th- there there would be organized either by churches or civic duties trunk retreats mm-hmm. you know what trunk retreat yeah. is you know where like a whole everyone brings of, up their trunk and yeah you kind of circle up the wagons of your cars in a parking lot somewhere yeah and you open up your trunks and they were decorated and there was lights going and music and there was and then the kids come and because they they're having fun they're dressing up you know what i mean it's sure and by the way too you know like does everybody have to dress up as the sexy something? You know, the yeah. sexy nurse, the, the, the you know, <laughs> I sexy told you library. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's last time I'm bringing it up. Then. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't... get that. It's such a sexy, like, I'm like, you should not be wearing that lady. Yeah. Or yeah. your kids. Anyway. So have fun, dress up, you know, mo- there's lots of movie characters, whatever, you know, yeah. I think, I think my grandson is going to dress up as uh, a little fireman this year. Aww. His dad's, his dad's applying to become a fireman right now. We're, yeah. we're believing in faith. That's happening real soon. So. I think little Patton's going to be a fireman. That'll be cute. Yeah, He'd be, be cute as a little fireman. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I have no problem with that. That's a cultural thing saying, hey, we want to still celebrate trick or treat, have yeah. some fun with the kids in Halloween, but let's go ahead and do it in a safe way. Just like if, I guess if your house, you know, like you lived on a highway. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? When, when I was living in Manhattan, uh, Halloween's a big old deal there. And the, and the Halloween parade, by the way, was like a freak show. It was just, oh, wow. I it bet. was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, and you couldn't even be like, how much money in years did they put into this stuff? Right. <laughs> but there was one block, a couple blocks. We lived, uh, we lived on 75th, 60 and 69th, West 69th. Okay. There was a block that Halloween was their jam. And a lot of the people living on the block were involved in Broadway and productions and set building and acting oh, wow. and all that. When you walked down this block, it was like you were on a Halloween movie set. Oh, cool. It was lit, and there was stuff hanging out of the trees and lighting and skeleton. They had a zip line, man, from like a third or fourth uh, uh, floor apartment over to a tree, like half, you know, like a few houses down. Sure. And like monkeys and stuff doing the Halloween thing, like sliding in with monkeys and monkey wings and all. It was. Oh, my gosh. They opened up the whole building, and, and the kids could come in and go door to door up through 10, 12 apartments. And they come into the apartments, and they are all different themed. And it was man, how fun! It was a blast. That's awesome. I was so man. jealous because I couldn't get in. You know, I didn't have a costume on that I day. I want to go back. I want to go there. They do it every year, man. They do it every year. It's phenomenal. Anyway, so I, I, I think, I think it's okay to be safe with it. I think sure. it's it's smart to be smart with it. Um, be careful with your kids. Do stuff that's age appropriate for them. But I, I think we're in pretty good shape by not abstaining from it. Yeah, just absolutely. Say that, right. And like you said earlier, I think, in fact, it's the opposite. I think we get to redeem all of culture and all of life. And Halloween, when when people are lining up to come knock at your door, oh, awesome. man, is it a time to be like, treat people wonderfully. And I'm going to give a whole bunch of ideas of what people can do here in just a second. So Yeah. You know, uh, one idea that we had, I was at a church in Tennessee, and we'd just fallen in love with... Uh, kind of trying to move into it like an incarnational church and the the trunk retreat was the biggest event we did all year i mean tens of thousands of dollars more attendees than anything we've ever done and they decided one year to cancel it and what they did was they gave every missional community 
the chunk of money, like a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks, and said, "Whoa!" They said, "Why don't you? We're gonna pay for bounce houses at all of your houses, and we're gonna and we're gonna give you a budget for food and drinks, and you're gonna throw a massive meal in your driveway." So rather than making about one church, now you've got in this town of fifty thousand people, you got thirty houses. What if churches took their like summer? What what do they call the summer thing when everybody comes during the summer break? Uh, VBS. Yeah. yeah. What if they took their VBS budgets and said, "You know what? This year, we're gonna divvy it up, and we're gonna let all of our people throw." just fun, amazing Halloween things going on at their houses in their neighborhoods so that we just have this amazing generosity of presents. Well, that's what happened is everyone would sit down and you'd have big bowls of chili and beer and the the, uh, the neighbors are getting to meet yep. each other and the kids yep. are jumping together and then they go back out. But it was just a cool way of uh, of breaking it up from drawing everyone to one building. I got a good building. friend of mine. He's a pastor, young guy, some great fan, great family, great kids uh, in, in Norway. Okay. And Nor- in, 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 in lots of Europe, this whole trick-or-treating thing is just hitting. Huh. It's just brand new. They don't understand it. It's kind of the, you know, the church is still way in the back. They're mostly against it. Sure. He was like, are you kidding me? Man, me and my wife, we decided like year after year, we're going to become famous for how awesome the stuff we hand out is and how fun it is to stop by for the parents too. Oh, that's cool. Right. And they are, I'm so proud of them. Going to town. Almost nobody even does it, but our house, everybody knows it. And so we're like, we win right now. The kids love love that. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So you just said a few minutes ago that you had some ideas on how we can be more intentional. Yeah, let me let me jam through a bunch of ideas. Go okay, for it. so um, here's first thing, super obvious: be home. Yeah, <laughs> be home on Halloween. We moved last year to this house, yep. and I was booked speaking, training out of town. Oh. It killed me because I know this neighborhood is just all family and kids, sure. and it, they throw a party here at the drop of a hat. Anything, our neighborhood parties, it, and and they set up stuff, man. Right, balancing yeah. house and. And we weren't here. And I was like, whatever. Be home. Don't be that house again this year. Sure. You know, that house. You know, how often do people line up at your house to meet you? Prioritize this occasion. If you feel like you're missional, yep. prioritize. This year, I purposely was like, Tina, we're not booking anything. And we've had some things come up. We're, nope, not Halloween. Nope, mm. I'm not going anywhere. We're not doing that. We're not taking That's a great deal on a cruise or whatever. You know, I'm not yeah. doing it. Um, prioritize it and plan to be home. Don't make excuses or worry if your kids are already grown. Yep. That's okay. A lot of the stuff we've learned to do, and I'm sharing right here, is all been post when my kids were little. Because, hmm. like, because we're just we want to be it, right? This is once a year. Make the most of the opportunity. Be home. It's cool. Okay. Um, second, turn on your lights. <laughs> yeah, I know it seems real basic. It says we're home, we're here, and we're open for business. All right, <laughs> right. Even though Halloween has this tradition of being scary, you know, and everything, um, make your house seem super inviting. Turn on lots of lights outside, inside. Yep. Now, I guess unless your jam is, you know, like those people, that, they spook it up and they like the guy sitting in the, the rocking chair on the porch is like a scarecrow, machine. but it's the dad, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's fun too, you know, yeah. so then maybe you need some darkness, but otherwise, you know, turn on your lights, prop your door open, yep. better yet, sit out front and greet people. That's okay? great. Don't make them ring the doorbell and wait and wait and wait and wonder if you're home and then you kind of show up. Oh yeah. Hold on. And you grab the bowl. Like, sure. like you're doing it out of obligation. Yeah. Like just turn on the lights and be welcoming. Hey, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Basics. <laughs> um, how about this? Ask everyone their name and tell them yours too. Hmm. So basic. It's like, hi, what's your name? I'm Caesar. You know, yeah. just basic stuff. Right. Hmm. I mean, seriously, when someone you don't know comes to your house and you ask them their name and where they live, you introduce yourself, right? Normally. Like, think about it. Any mm. other opportunity where a neighbor showed up, you wouldn't be like, mm, get out of here as soon as you possibly can. Here, take this candy. Go. Take this D-cell. Yeah. <laughs> Battery. No. Just so do normal stuff. Yeah. 
Hey, what's your name? Where do you guys live around here? And you'll find out some people do, and sometimes if you live in a great neighborhood, no, but we come here because the candy's better. Awesome. Yeah, I remember <laughs> last year this little three-year-old in a, in a princess outfit showed up to the door, and I said, you are the most beautiful princess I've ever exactly. seen. And think. she said, I'm beautiful? And she got this giant smile, and her parents were like, what a cool guy you think, are. Think about this. Ask someone their name, where they live, introduce yourself. We learned that in kindergarten. Yeah. It shouldn't be that tough. So don't crack the door, toss a piece of candy out towards <laughs> their bag. Right? Discipleship and mo- mission moves at the speed of relationship. Yeah. So who knows? This could be the start of a new friendship with that family dressed like the monsters. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know, right? We don't know. I've, I know I've met some people through this. Like, sure. Like became part of all the stuff that was going on in the neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. Give out good stuff. Be that house and the folks that everyone looks forward to. Yeah. You know, like what's the difference between just crap candy and awesome candy. You're yeah. talking a few bucks difference, right? I yep. mean, save up for it if you need to. I mean, I know a lot of people have tight budgets. I'm not, you know, sure. right? So, but if you're prioritizing, hey, we're going to be home and we're going to rock it this year. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, save up a little. Yeah, you know, put, put a buck away, you know, every week or something. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I still, like I said, remember which houses gave out the full-size Snickers when I was a kid. You yeah. know, you just kind of get them locked in, like you were saying, right? Yeah. Which ones to avoid because they were weird. And, you know, they'd hand out either those hard orange circus peanuts. You know, those oh, things are like doorstops. My stepdad's favorite, but they're awful. People are going to write in, oh, I love those. They're horrible. <laughs> they're right? terrible. Be, ugh, just be generous. <laughs> be like Jesus who brought the best wine yeah. to the party that the wine steward had ever tasted. Right? Yeah. There's our model. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, Jesus. that's awesome. Okay, fifth. Uh, offer a warm drink and a chance to sit down for a few minutes. Hmm. I, I uh, This one I learned dragging kids around for hours. You know, you're yeah. just like... Holy cow. Like you're in the wagon, (laughs) the little one, right? (laughs) I'm pulling you. So depending on where you live, it's often colder around the end of October. Yep. Right. Not everywhere, but a lot of places. Uh, Set up a table out front with a few chairs, offer hot chocolate or cider. Mm -hmm. Ask people if they want to take a load off for a few minutes while their kids finish up the block. You know, they're trying to pay attention here. We'll sit right out here. We can see them. Hey kids, just do the houses over there or whatever they feel comfortable. Right. And this will let people know that you're open to relationship and not in a hurry to just move them along. Hmm. You know, maybe even a little party will break out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or here's another idea. Throw an after party for parents only. Hmm. One of the coolest things we ever did was we made little flyers and we handed them out inviting people in our neighborhood to come around after trick-or-treating was over for like an adult beverage and some real appetizers. Oh, that's cool. And we said, uh, the flyer just said, why should kids have all the fun? That, that, was, that was the headline. Huh. I, I mean, it was horrible. I just made it up on, you know, in a Word document. It just, but, sure. And then we hand out the flyers earlier the week. And also to folks that came to the door for trick or treat. Yeah. Like we said, Hey, you having fun? They're like, yeah. And you know, he's telling like, we're freezing out, but you know, the kids are having fun. You're like, well, we're having a little party afterwards. Yeah. I'm not telling, kidding you how many people came. They're oh, like, sure. That is so awesome. So the kids are home, like getting a sh- full on sugar high. And uh, <laughs> I we thought a be, drink. Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So that's, that was one of the coolest. We had a blast and we took things further towards lasting relationships with several people. Sure. All right. Okay. Um, now here's another one. Um, organize a neighborhood Halloween party. Oh, cool. Like this one's like, uh, maybe for the more bold people out there. Okay. But it's a great idea. Let me, let me, little story here. Uh, a few years ago, my buddy Chuck was, uh, told me this. I think he's still doing it. Um, he started this cool annual ha- Halloween tradition in his neighborhood. Okay. He went around handing out flyers announcing, they called it treats in the street Halloween parade. That is great. Okay. And he was organizing it for the kids and the parents who lived around his home. And everyone met at his place at 515. Okay. So right after work. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they marched around the neighborhood 
up one block and down the other. And folks, like everybody, you know, everybody, because the kids all met there. Sure. And then the kids paraded and the parents were back home and cheering their heads off. So the whole neighborhood was just cheering for them. That is so cool. Right? Uh, it was awesome. And, and, and then they would end up back at Chuck's house where he had a big fire pit blazing and gallons of chili and a jump house and all that stuff. Right. And this hmm. man, I don't have time today, but this led to lots of discipleship and lots of relationships of and lots of trust. And it was one of those things because he did it annually and he even called it the annual treats yep. in the street Halloween parade. People look forward to it. Hey, you doing the parade this year? Yeah. My kids love the parade. Yep, you know I am. Oh yeah. my, you know, so I'm not saying everybody's going to do this, but there's an idea, right? Yep. How cool is that? It's great. That is a super cool one. Now, here's a bonus tip, okay? Involve your kids in all this with you, not just, you know, um, duh, right? They don't have to just be out trick-or-treating the entire time, hmm. okay? Our own kids always had a blast handing out treats, and they, they usually knew more of the kids and the families hmm. that came calling than we did. So... We would let them do that. And they actually yeah. loved it. Let me hand out the candy. He's like, great. Here's what we're going to do, honey. Ask them their name. Tell mm-hmm. them your name. Right? And yep. then you can even introduce, this is my dad, Caesar. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Like it's a it's a super opportunity to train up your kids a bit and get them involved. Plus kids to kids, man, it's warm. Well, yeah. So, and it bridges that gap too. There was a few times last year where London, my oldest, was like, hey, that's Connor from the soccer team. And then... And it's like, oh, you must be Connor's parents. Hey, you I'm live Heath here? And, yeah. Bing. Yeah. yeah. I've always seen you around at soccer. Yep. Yeah. I didn't know you lived so at this it's, house. So talk about a way to train your kids in hospitality and intentionality. Yeah. So let them know why you're doing it and that you're hoping on building relationships. That's like beautiful. we want to be friends with these people. And maybe someday we'll get to disciple them to walk in the ways of Jesus too. Mm-hmm. But right now we just want them to have fun tonight, you know? Yeah. Feel good about this. So yeah. so there's a bunch, there's a bunch of tips for folks. And uh there we go. That, that I mean, come up with your own ideas. Use a bunch of those. Hopefully that was a spark plug to something. Though. Like, yeah. It's got to feel a go. little bit of energy. Yeah. All right. You can get the several things we just talked about, as well as the big three, uh, which we're about to give you by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 135. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 135. And the big three are just simple things that we'd love for you to take away even today and get started in implementing. And Caesar, what would you say the big three are for this week? All right, here's the first one. The gospel redeems lives and culture. We don't need to fear generous, loving participation in cultural events in ways that show others what God is truly like. Hmm. Okay? And this is not just true of Halloween, by the way. Okay? God will sovereignly bring people to your doorstep during this upcoming fall celebration. I wonder what divine appointments may be waiting for you on the other side of your front door. This is really, truly a being in the world, but not of it opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Second, every person who knocks on your door and hollers, trick or treat, are image bearers of God. They're all created in his image. Let that shape your heart toward every one of them. And these people are all in need of love and acceptance and warmth, and God wants to give it to them. They've done nothing to earn this from you. You know, just in the same way we didn't earn God's love and forgiveness. It's about grace. What does grace look like? and sound like to your neighbors as you hand out candy or hot drinks on your porch this Halloween. It's great to consider, man. Okay. And third, this is sort of the actionable part of this. Be as generous and as fun as you can be this Halloween. What's like, what's one new fun, generous tradition you can start doing this year? Hmm. Maybe it's one of the seven that we just shared in the podcast. Maybe it's something else, your own idea, but make this Halloween a meaningful and intentional experience toward relationship building in your neighborhood. Get your kids involved and let them know why you're doing what you're doing and why you're trying to love your neighbors this way. That's great. 
Thanks for those big three. And again, if you want those big... Oh, and, and don't throw batteries you know, <laughs> into people's <laughs> trick-or-treat bags. <laughs> Dead batteries. <laughs> that. Thanks again for those uh, big three. If you want the, the free download of the big three this week, we're going to give you those as well as a bunch of those seven ideas we talked about. And all you need to do to get those is to go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 135. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 135. You'll get those immediately. And uh, we'd love to have you join us on Facebook. If you go into the search bar of Facebook and type in the Life School Podcast, there's a growing conversation there. And I'd love to hear maybe some ideas that you have of things you want to try this year. And... We'll even shout out some good stuff. You guys jam yeah. some stuff on our brains that we love or encouragement. We'll uh, we'll shout it out. You'll hear your name on Absolutely. upcoming episodes. So yeah. let's, it's let's... a good place to encourage one another. Yep. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. Ooh. What is it? Wow. So this week, Halloween. Next week, Holy Spirit. Yeah. So some sort of a connection there. I don't know yeah, we're Presbyterians so we don't know I've not heard of this thing but we're excited about it I'm not a Presbyterian I like them <laughs> what is that I know many I like <laughs> what is the role the purpose of the Holy Spirit why are we always trying to do his job questions like that we're going to try to okay. answer wow we hope you join us next week for more information you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast wow.